0: To some more No Your Wrestling! It's me here, Mark Sylvester. And welcome today, guys, to another edition of the Big Four pay-per-view review. Hello everyone! And welcome to some more know your Wrestling! It's me here, Mark Sylvester! And welcome today, guys, to another edition of the Big Four pay-per-view review. Now, what the Big Four pay-per-view review is, guys, is where I do a review of all the Big Four World Wrestling Entertainment. Pay per views. And so today, guys, what I'm going to be reviewing is I'm going to be reviewing both nights of the grandest stage of them all, the World Cup of Professional Wrestling, the Super Bowl of Professional Wrestling, the Mecca, the Showcase of the Immortals, whatever other names you want to call this amazing show slash shows. And that's right, guys, I'm going to be reviewing WrestleMania. 39, night one, and night two. Oh, Oh. goodness. I lost my breath just listening to that. McIntyre all too happy to answer. Oh, wow. This is absolutely incredible. Sounds like a slaughterhouse in here. Listen to this place. Guys, it's and, and Sheamus. Goods are almost <laughs> desperate in that moment to stop McIntyre's forward progression. And Sheamus is now back in the ring. If we can, we got to get a close up with Sheamus' chest. You wanna talk about a slaughterhouse, Corey, you gotta look at Sheamus' chest. Busted open from these chops by Guther and Drew McIntyre. And now Sheamus gonna turn things around to McIntyre. In reality just kicked Sheamus in the face. Oh, 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 oh. Sheamus could not believe that McIntyre had the audacity to do that. Sheamus has got to be feeling a level of betrayal from his longtime friend. But I agree, this is a. Awesome. Now and then guys, to begin with the review, I'm going to do uh, for more of the lower matches a sort of like a quick summary overall thoughts so What I thought about the match because otherwise if I do um, basically a full review for each and every single match, I'm going to be here for hours considering there was eight matches on the first night and seven on the second night, so there'll be 14 matches it kind of feels like as long as a normal AEW pay-per-view. And without further ado, let's begin then, shall we? And so for the first match we had, guys, was between Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship. Uh, Overall, guys, I thought this match was all right. It kind of ended a bit too quickly for my liking. It kind of felt like, in a sense, John Cena was kind of going through the motions. It was quite a surprising outcome for me, where considering John Cena came out of all the Make-A-Wish kids, I generally thought, okay, Is Cena going to win now? But the fact that he didn't was very, very surprising to me. And it'd be cool to see what they're going to do with Austin Theory now that he's beaten probably one of the biggest stars of all time, being John Cena. And hopefully they can propel him to become a bigger star because this time last year, he was like hugely over. Yes, he might have lost a lot of that steam, but hopefully with this win and hopefully going on in the future, he'll be able to build at that steam up again and hopefully challenge and become a world champion in the future. And the second match we had, guys, was the WrestleMania Showcase. And this was between the Street Profits versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. Now, this was a match I thoroughly enjoyed. I mean, all four of these teams were great. I mean, the fact that they had Tyson to O'Neill on commentary was just fantastic. And I just love his enthusiasm and the way he was putting over all the different stars and stuff like I'm going to be talking about his commentary again in a match that he was amazing on on the second night as well too but I thought this match helped showcase all four different teams it helped showcase just how good the amazing Street Profits are just how good Chad Gable is and just how amazing and insane that Ricochets as well, too, and it's one of those matches. If you want to watch a good, fast pace, great spots, and just a great tag team match overall, in general, guys, then I would highly recommend this amazing four way. And the next match we had, guys, was between Seth freaking Rawlins versus Logan Paul. Now, this was another match that I thought worked really, really well. I mean, Logan Paul for a great heel that he is, and just how. He, even though the man's only had maybe four or five matches throughout his entire career, obviously he's known for being a entertainer throughout his YouTube career and also he's known for doing the fights and boxing and stuff. But considering the man is a massive wrestling fan, you can tell by the way he respects the business and by the way that he is able to like sell and put on these amazing matches and stuff that I thought this match uh, lived up and exceeded expectations. I love the fact as well that obviously when Logan Paul came out, he came out, very much like the um, the Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 12 thing on the zip line and stuff. And then he had um, himself coming out with this massive blue prime bottle, which then revealed to be KSI. And I thought that was fucking awesome to see KSI. And then he got put through a table, which was hilarious because um, he was known for saying, I am the table. So it's quite funny to kind of see him use that boxermania quote to say, I am the table to then be put through a table as well, I thought it was great. And I just think overall in general, this, this was a great match, and it just shows just how good of a baby face that Seth Rollins is. And I just thought it was really cool as well that with Seth Rollins' entrance, he was having a uh, conductor, like, or, um, like, conduct the crowd to go, oh, oh, oh. and it was just fucking awesome to see that happen as well. I just think, for me, this was a good match. And if you guys want to see a really good celebrity, then I would highly recommend Logan Paul because Logan Paul is amazing. But at the same time, I still think Pat McAfee is slightly better. But it depends on who you want to watch and how you want to watch a match as well too. Because they're both very distinctive in the way that they do their wrestling and as well as their different moves in and out the ring. And the next match we had, guys, was between Trish Stratus, Lita and Becky Lynch versus Damage Catal. Now I thought this match was pretty good. I mean it was awesome to see Trish and Lita come out and it was pretty cool because their intro video that they had was very much like a Marvel slash DC like Justice League um, Avengers kind of feel it. I thought it was really cool and I thought overall even though the match wasn't the best it was awesome to see Trish Stratus back. It was awesome to see Lita back and it's just awesome to see both Damage Katal as well as uh, Becky Lynch. And it's awesome to see these are six amazing women wrestle on the grandest stage of them all. And the next match we had, guys, was between Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Now, overall, guys, I thought this match was pretty good. I mean, the fact that you had um, Dominic come out as uh, basically a prisoner, because obviously they've been building up in the whole storyline of him being in prison and him becoming prison Dom. and But then you had... Rey Mysterio come out in a low rider to Eddie Guerrero's Fiend tune which I thought was just fucking awesome with Snoop Dogg in the car as well and then he obviously had Rey Mysterio's music playing and he had like a quite interesting looking mask it felt a lot like his mask but crossed with the Great Muta's mask because obviously on the Friday night you had the Great Muta as well as Rey Mysterio, Tim White, Andy Kaufman and probably my favourite all-time WWE diva Stacey Cuba going into the Hall of Fame and that was pretty damn cool and it's just awesome to see Rey Mysterio wrestling as well I mean the fact they're able to incorporate Rey's family into the match the fact that you had uh, Ray's wife Dom's mum literally strike at um, Dom you had the great commentary by Michael Cole obviously slagging off Dominic and saying how dare you do this to Ray and how dare you do this to the Mysterio family and stuff and just how the fact that he's putting over the f- amazing work of Dom as a heel I thought the match overall was great there were some great moments and spots and it was just I think for me the right decision in having Ray win because even though yes it would have been cool to have Dom win because obviously Dom is the character and the wrestler who's going to be going on to become a bigger and better star. And the fact as well that Rey Mysterio is in the Hall of Fame means that he's on his last legs of being in the WWE as a professional wrestler. And I felt for me, it was the right decision to make to have him win, because obviously him being the headline of the Hall of Fame, it would have in a sense diminished the second night when they brought out all the Hall of Famers to present them to the crowd and stuff. That I just think for me, it was just really, really cool to have Rey win. And I think it's a great, it will be interesting to see what they do next with Rey Mysterio and The Judgment Day. And the next match we had, guys, was between Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I thought, guys, this match was amazing. This match was brutal. Rhea Ripley, for me, is an absolute mega star. She's amazing. Obviously, it just shows you just how good... uh, Charlotte Flair is and stuff I just thought this match was just brutal it was hard hitting it was great yes it might have felt a bit slow at first and it can't but then as soon as they got to that second and the third gear after that amazing um German suplex that Rhea gave to Charlotte and the way that she landed straight onto her face. The match just went up a peg. The match just like, oh my God, it just became so much more better. And I think for me as well, this match is one of those matches that if people want to know what a good women's wrestling match is, why when women's wrestling is amazing, it is like one of the best and even slightly better than an actual man's match and stuff. And I just think for me, just having these two wrestlers hate each other, the fact as well, the crowd wanted Rhea to win, the fact that when they were doing the whole yay boo sequence that we have quite a lot in wrestling of like one gives one wrestler the big blow there's a yay the other wrestler gives another big blow to the opponent and there's a boo and stuff and I just think for me it was just cool to see obviously the fans cheering for Rhea the fans like cheering for the fact that um Rhea was able to big give do these big moves the fact that when Rhea kicked out slash um get to the ropes during some of uh, Charlotte's big moves like the figure eight for example you heard the crowd go ballistic And I thought it was awesome as well that Rhea was able to win with a riptide from Brett's Rope and is now the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And we are now in the era of Rhea Ripley. The Ripley era has begun. And the main event of night one. We have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus The Usos for the undisputed WWE tag team championship now and then guys what can i say about this amazing match hasn't already been said i mean this match had everything you would want as a wrestling fan it was the conclusion to a long storyline that's been lasting for months and months and months that actually is insane just how great it's showing you in a sense of how good the bloodline is how good Sami Zayn is how great the storytelling of the triple h error is as well for something that was kind of seen as a um Like a throwaway thing of Sami Zayn being part of the Bloodline for a few weeks. But the fact that they were able to incorporate that and then make it go on for as long as it has was just insane as well. There was some great selling by all the wrestlers in this match. I know there was too many super kicks. I kind of felt. But for the Usos doing their moveset, it worked very, very well. They wanted to basically destroy Sami Zayn because he was one of the reasons why the Bloodline nearly imploded. Because obviously, during the storyline, you had um, Jay not trusting of Sami, but then Sami was able to gain a trust of um, of Jay. But then obviously, at the end of the Royal Rumble, because obviously you had Kevin Owens as well, Sami Zayn being best of friends and stuff, and then you had um, Sami Zayn hitting Roman with a steel chair at the end of the Rumble. Obviously, you had the other Bloodline members attacking Sami, but Jay didn't. But then you had the whole thing of Roman wanting Jay, but then... Um, jay turned on sammy to kind of and that then you had the whole thing in montreal and then you obviously now you have this match culminating in the conclusion of this amazing story of the way you have throughout the match as well um jay going to sammy we could we could have been brothers man we could have been family we could have been family it was just awesome to kind of see them building more about that history of both men as well obviously being part of the bloodline and stuff and it was just overall a great match it was one of those matches that when the finish happened, when you finally had Sami Zayn get the pinfall victory, get the win with three halluva kicks. Obviously, you had uh, when Jimmy was to come back into the ring, you had Kevin Owens stopping with a stunner. It was just perfect storytelling. Perfect for what when wrestling is done right, it can just literally be the best thing in the world. I mean, for me, I was giddy. I was so pumped up. I was like marking out because it finally happened. The Usos have finally lost their championship. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, who've been in wrestling for years and years and years, who've wrestled in Montreal, who wrestled for PWG, Ring of Honor, etc. Seeing them go on to do what they've done, go on to become the tag team champions. I mean, the fact that it just shows you just how amazing um, the Triple H era of WWE is, the fact that you have Michael Cole even mentioning. I know he didn't really mention them by name, but the fact that he mentioned basically PWG and El Generico, because all the fans are going, ole, 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 which is fucking awesome to see as well. And I just think for me, when people ask me as a wrestling fan, all right then, Mark, show me a match that has great story, great psychology, great moves. I'd highly recommend this match, because this match for me is a perfect match. It's what wrestling should be. It's what wrestling is. And when you have the babyface go over... You have the adulation of the crowd, you have that pure adulation that I think for me that if they ended this match on night two as well, I think a lot more people would be remembering WrestleMania in a lot more positive light. And that's why for me I think this match is a perfect match and is, in my opinion, the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's their best match in the WWE. And now it's time, guys, for night. Two And the first match we had on night two was between Brock Lesnar versus Omos. I thought this match was pretty damn good. I mean, it just shows us how an amazing baby face that Brock Lesnar is, uh, that he was able to kind of show the wear and tear of um, Omos and the fact that he was able to give it Omos a uh, free Jeb and plex as well as the F5 to win. I just think Brock Lesnar is amazing and I'm hoping that one day We will see Gunther versus Brock Lesnar because I think for me that match will be a pure and utter slobberknocker. And the next match we had guys was between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. I thought for me this match was alright. It wasn't the best match ever. And it was quite interesting as well the way they incorporated Ronda Rousey considering she's out injured at the moment with her arm and I thought it was quite interesting fact that the only thing that she did one with the armbar. And the next match we had guys was between Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Now guys, I thought this match was great. I mean, the entrances alone were fantastic too. I mean, the fact that they made um, Gunther seem like this mega over big star they hadn't... Obviously, I wanted him to do the proper, doo-doo, 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 you know, his, his water theme, as it were. But I thought it was great. It, it, he is a mo- he is a bona fide megastar. star. Um, I think for me as well, he is someone that through this match and with his reign as the IT champion as well, has brought the championship such accolades, brought it up so high. Where considering a couple of years ago. It was just seen as a belt that, oh, it's a bit of a shitty belt. The fact that he was able to bring it up and have banger after banger after banger after banger. I mean, Sheamus as well was fucking great too. I mean, he's also had banger after banger after banger after banger. Same with Drew McIntyre as well. I thought this match was just fucking insane. It was amazing. Just a chopping battle. You also had this amazing bit where you had um, Sheamus putting um Gunther onto the ropes for the 20 or the 30 or however many it was um uh, clubbing blows but then you had Sheamus do a clubbing blow then then uh Drew chop but then you also had later in the match as well Sheamus doing the same move to Drew McIntyre and I think he did it nearly 30 times I thought oh, that was great I mean he had that amazing chop battle between Drew McIntyre and Walter I mean Gumpf was fucking great as well I mean that sequence was just amazing um, you had some great moves by Gunther, some great spots and great moments. And the fact as well, you had Titus O'Neil put his match over so superbly, so greatly. The fact that as soon as you heard Walter's first chop, which is fucking crazy. It's like the clunk. And then you can see just a pure red of Sheamus's chest going as well as um, Drew McIntyre's chest sign to show off that redness as well too. And you had... Um... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he Titus O'Neill say, call an ambulance, send the for the police and stuff. It's just insanely awesome. I love Titus O'Neill. I thought he added so much more to the match. You could just see that fanboy, you can see that wrestling fan f- coming through of him through and through and stuff. I just thought for me, this match was just insane. And the way that he had um, Drew McIntyre pull out Sheamus, so then he wouldn't win. But then you obviously had the two of them clubbing blows and both the fans cheering for Sheamus, but then booing Drew McIntyre. And he had this amazing spot as well for the finish of the match. And he had this great spot that shows you just how insane in the ring general that Gunther is. That he had him do this amazing splash from the top rope. Hitting power bombs on both Sheamus as well as Drew McIntyre for the win. And he is still the IC champion. Now this match guys was just fucking brutal. This match guys was just fucking insane. This match is amazing. Gunther is just Oh, I love that man. The fact that I got to see him live in person um, in the independent scene was just awesome to see as well. Also got to sing along to his team, which is just fucking awesome. Drew McIntyre is great and Sheamus is awesome as well. And I think for me, a match that I think if people want to see when it's a brutal, uh, a proper European uh, slash British slash Scottish slash Austrian, um, a proper strong style match then people should watch this match because it's insane, it is great and I think for me it's probably one of the best IT Championship matches of all time for WrestleMania and I think for me as well it's probably my favourite IT Championship match at WrestleMania since WrestleMania 10. Because I know I know that you have obviously have examples like from Royal Rumbles and Clash of the Castle and SummerSlam etc but I think for WrestleMania overall I think this was even better than the Uh, Razor versus Shaw match from WrestleMania 10. This match was just amazing. This match is five stars. This match is great. And if you guys get a chance to watch any match, in my opinion, from either night, watch this one because this match is, spoiler alert, my match of the both shows. And I think for me, it just shows how good the wrestlers are, just how amazing they are. And hopefully Gunther, by the end of the year or even next year, will become a world champion because he deserves it because Gunther is fucking Awesome. And the next match we had, guys, was between Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. I thought this match was pretty good. It, it no way lived up to the first um, two night ones Women's Championship match that was between um, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. But I thought overall was a good match. I know personally for me, I wanted Asuka to win because I'm a massive Asuka fan. And I thought for me as well, it would have been a good way for her to finally win. I mean, she's got a new character. I find Bianca Belair, boring isn't the right word. But I kind of feel like she hasn't really been given that proper storyline yet. She hasn't really been given that proper like feud yet since she had that amazing feud with Becky Lynch. I kind of feel like since then, she's kind of been a bit of a lull for me. But I think the fact that you had Bianca Belair win in such a great manner, um, use her power, use her dominance, I thought was really really cool. And also as well, both women um, had some great entrances. Like you had Asuka come out with basically clones of herself, kind of showing the evolution of Asuka. But then Bianca Belair came out with those um, dances. And even though the result didn't go the way I wanted, it was still a good match. And hopefully these two women will go on to have more matches in the future and show the world why Asuka as well as Bianca Belair are two of WWE's best wrestlers in the company. And the next match we had, guys, was between Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell. Now for me, guys, I thought this match was pretty good. I thought it was awesome, both entrances. I mean, um, Edge looked like something out of... G.I. Joe, he looked like basically a weird crystallized version of Destro. that was fucking weird, and it, it was a bit weird as well, because I know they used Slayer, but the fact he didn't use any music from the Brood, he didn't look like anything from the Brood, it was, it felt a bit weird, but obviously Metal Ingus is a fucking awesome, and you had the crowd as well sing along to the song too, which was really, really cool as well, and I thought Finn Balor's entrance was just fucking awesome as well, just to see him as a demon, see him like with, with the proper face paint and stuff. And even though, yes, I felt like the uh, previous match between Bianca Belair versus Asuka, the wrong person, won. But I thought the fact that this was going to be edges last year and the fact that it was a, in, a, in a hell in a cell, I thought it was a all right ending because it was a brutal match. And I've got to give it to Finn Balor as well. The fact that he had his head split open from a ladder and still went on to carry with the match and still put on a great match for the fans and stuff just shows his toughness and his testicular fortitude to, to even go on with the match as well. I had I think for me as well, the fact that he lost the match to a concerto just shows the brutality of what Hell in a Cell was. And even though I thought it was a bit weird that he had, even though the Hell in a Cell wasn't red, um, it was the classic grey again, which was good to see that. But they had red and purple uh weapons, which I thought was a bit weird. I'm guessing they're kind of building up the whole thing of the demon cross with the brood, I suppose, well, obviously the red of the brood and the purple of the demon, even though the demon is more to me red and black because it's very much like a carnage slash venom, one of those kind of style looks as well. Because I remember in um Rev Pro and especially New Japan he would come out as like looking like Venom and stuff as well, which I thought was really, really cool. But I thought the match was pretty good. Um, and it was cool to see um, the fact that WWE used the Hell in a Cell for a feud. It wasn't just put in because, oh, it's October, it's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And I thought it was just really, really cool to see Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania, and hopefully that if Edge and Finn Balor have another match, that Finn Balor wins and goes on to become a bigger star, because Finn Balor is awesome, and hopefully Finn Balor will go on to do bigger and better things in the future. And it's now time for the main event of the evening. This match is scheduled for one fall. And it is for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And it is between the reigning and defending undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Versus Cody Roads. Now this match I thought was pretty damn good. Uh, this was another match that I felt the decision was a bit, felt a bit flat because obviously Roman won. But I felt for me that we should give WWE time. We should see what they're going to do next because hopefully obviously Roman is near that thousand days as champion. He is near to um, basically breaking the record of Hulk Hogan soon as well because besides obviously Michael Cole bringing it up, he is the fifth highest reign ever in history like he's the biggest and longest reign since 1988 when Hulk Hogan lost the World Wrestling Federation Championship to Andre the Giant on um the main event which is the highest rated WWF slash WWE show ever on NBC that it was just really cool to kind of see that but I kind of felt like for the story for the setting the fact that Roman was kind of um you know, shaken by Cody Rhodes, the fact that Cody wasn't dominated or belittled by Roman was quite interesting and stuff. And it was just really cool to kind of have Cody come out with the uh, big entrance. The fact that he gave his white belt to minus one, obviously Brody Lee's son, and I thought it was really cool as well to hear. Obviously, Michael Cole saying, "Oh, that's Luke Harper's son or Brody, Brody Lee's son and stuff." I just thought it was really cool as well, and I and I kind of and I felt like as well. Um, it kind of built up to kind of have the whole thing of um, Cody winning, Cody beating Roman Reigns. It it worked very much in the sense of like Roman Reigns is such a great heel. I mean, for me, I actually kind of felt the most entertainment throughout the match, even though the match was great. The match was brutal. The match was fantastic. Cody was was such a great face, even though so so Sokoa got involved and got thrown out, and then he had obviously the Usos coming in, but then he had. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn coming out to stop it obviously you had the great commentary by Michael Cole I think for me since having the less restraints of Vincent Mann um for the commentary now the commentary I think for me is um improved tenfold I mean Michael Cole's able to mention things he would normally never mention the fact that Michael Cole feels more enthusiastic you, you can just see that passion coming through and stuff and how he was booing against Roman and stuff and then when Sosikola came back and uh, basically broke the hearts of so many different people by helping Roman win, and the fact that it was just one, two, three Roman winning and stuff was just fucking insane. But I thought for me, um, Paul Heyman was just great outside the ring when obviously Roman was dominating and basically beating the shit out of Cody. You can see, uh, Paul like, okay, come on the trouble chief, let's do it. And then when you saw moments of grandeur, obviously with the uh, shaking drive, obviously being a tribute to um, Dusty as well as his uh, on the floor punch to Roman that he does in tribute to his brother Dustin slash Goldust. I thought that was really cool and you can just see, and especially as well when Cody was given, where well, we thought was going to be to finish, the crossroads Uh, two times before he then was uh, and then basically pulled and was distracting the referee and blah, blah 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 and stuff and then you could see um during the whole moment of this happening and throughout some of the matches as well because obviously we're thinking, okay, is Roman going to finally lose the championship? And you can just see just the pure like amazement of Paul Heyman, just that, just the great selling of Paul Heyman as well. And I think for me, Paul Heyman, without really doing too much. And yes, he might say a few words on the outside and stuff. And yes, he might obviously do different things, but he's so good. He is so masterful. I mean, for me, besides Jim Cornette, Bobby Heenan, for example, he is the best manager of all time besides those two and I just think for me it just shows just how great of a combination that the whole bloodline is and I just think it's such a cool combination of um Paul Heyman as well as Roman Reigns and even though yes I felt it should have been Cody's night but after listening to Triple H during the whole press conference and obviously the people saying you know what do you think about obviously the fans shitting on the finish and kind of feeling a bit deflated over the finish and he was like wrestling never finishes guys you know this is a scene that's hoped for you in the future will then finally end, you know, that kind of thing. But also as well, it works really, really well too because you have the fact that the Usos lost and you also have that story of the fact that it was Roman who won. Um, He would then put it against obviously the Usos because obviously he can then see it in a sense it might in a, in a way kind of bring in even more friction the Usos as well because it was the whole thing of um, Jay was the one who lost. Jay was the one who had the relationship with Sami Zayn. Jay, um, you know, got two emotional too involved in these uh in the match to kind of like think straight and it kind of well uh, and that was one of the reasons why he lost and stuff and I just think for me even though um yes I felt it should have been Cody to win and I felt for me that even though yes night two wasn't as good as night one and yes I believe that if the finish with the match was different we might be seeing night two in the same limelight as we are seeing as night one, because that ended so so well. The fact that we finally had the faces win and we had the heroes win, etc. But I think for me, we have to see what WWE are going to do. And even though yes, they are um now part of Endeavor, and yes, I know that they are now in a sense in a in combination with the UFC, and yes, I know Vincent Man said that he is technically part of the creative again, but. It is basically Chipo H's ship. Chip H is the one who is running the creative and who runs the story of WWE and the fact that you had the press conferences and stuff and how they want to bring in more of that sports feel to it as well. I think we should believe in Chip H and when whoever does finally beat Roman Reigns, it will be one of the biggest and most epic moments in WWE history. And I'm hoping for me that if you have someone to end the reign That I think it should be Gunther because he is just over. He is amazing, and um, I reckon. And if I was booking WWE, I would do it where you have Gunther destroy everyone in his path to get to really high reign and stuff, and then maybe at next year's WrestleMania, or maybe even this year's SummerSlam, for example, or even the Rumble or whenever it might be of when they do it, have it where you have Gunther puts his title on the line against. Roman Reigns' um, reign and it'll be interesting to kind of have that whole thing of the RT Championship reign as well as Roman's reign so then hopefully then have Gunther win and then he'll be the one to um, defeat Roman Reigns because I think for me he is the man who deserves it because the man is insane the man is great and I think for me he was my MVP of the entire show yes I know Rhea Ripley was highly in there as well and I know as well Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were there as well as well as Cody Rose but I think for me Gumpfer proved to the world why he is basically the the next bona fide star, why he is amazing. And that's why, guys, I'm hoping Gumpfer will be the world champion because Gumpfer is the Ring General. And overall, guys, even though I've already mentioned who my MVP and what my matching nights were, I think for me overall night one was a better night. I know what hindered night two a lot was the finishes of the Asuka-Bianca Belair match and the k versus Roman Reigns match, uh, for example. But I felt for me overall as a uh, show, and even though yes, night two had my favourite match of both nights, uh, but I felt for me overall as a night in wrestling in itself, night one was a better night. And I think for me that if people want to watch a great WrestleMania, then I would highly recommend night one because you had an amazing women's championship match. You had an amazing Um, tag team match and you had um, an amazing use of a celebrity and you just had a great overall night in general and that's why Wrestlemania 39 night one and will be remembered for many many more years to come and that my friends was my review of Wrestlemania 39 night one and night two let me know guys in the comments below what your thoughts are about these different nights as well and do you prefer? night one as much as I do or do you like or was Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre your favorite match like it was mine or did you prefer the Smackdown Women's Championship match or did you prefer the tag team championship match or did you even prefer the Roman versus Cody match I would love to hear you guys think and also as well guys please don't forget to like follow and subscribe to No Resting on all, all the different social medias Podcast networks and YouTube too. This has been No Wrestling, guys. I've been amazing host as always, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care. And always remember, it's WrestleMania. Do 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 do.